All right, 416 here on the Blitz 1170. Let's hear some sound from last night, shall we? We'll get to that in just one second. Kyle Larson, by the way, single-handedly responsible for me getting to beat Danica Patrick when they were a little item and Kyle was racing oh, she was here, here at the Chili yeah. Bowl. She came in to support I, I remember Kyle. seeing her here. Yes, and um, when I say meet, it's not like I had a conversation with her. You know, she walked by. <laughs> so there's my definition of meeting Danica Patrick was, was walking by. Um, not quite as cool as... Um, J.J. Yaley, when he was driving for Joe Gibbs Racing, I believe, uh, in the NASCAR level and raced here at the uh, uh, Chili Bowl for a number of years in a row, he bought a shotgun while he was here and then left it and then asked myself and Plank to sneak it into Texas Motor Speedway (laughs) and give it to him inside of his hauler, inside the (laughs) infield, which we did. So, and if you know anything about going in the infield at Texas Motor Speedway, there is a uh, Texas Marshal that's posted up and there is security that you have to go through before you drive under the tunnel to where they can execute a search and do at times when you go in. They they search a lot of RVs when they go in. So we had, um, this is the second time I've dropped this, Pucker Factor. That was going on while we were trying to sneak a shotgun into Texas Motor Speedway to give the J.J. Yaley a NASCAR driver uh, back in the day. Uh, all right. Uh, props to all the Chili Bowl folks for coming in to the city of Tulsa. Excited to have you here back for another rip-roaring edition of the Chili Bowl, one of the biggest and best events that we have in this entire city. Okay. Uh, audio, audio from last night. We'll start first. As I mentioned before, Jim Harbaugh's goofy. Jim Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. Here's some of the comments from Jim Harbaugh last night after winning the national championship. We'll start with what this means for Michigan to win a championship. And I'm still in the category of Jim Harbaugh has never really answered a question straight up. Jim, when you up. think about what your mission was when you came back to Michigan, a Michigan man, which he says means so much to you. What does this mean for Michigan football big picture in the modern era, the first undisputed championship? 15-0, uh, this is a spectacular team, and I would just say there are over 100, 100 Michigan men that are on this team in uniform tonight. And what they've done for the last 372 days is amazing. They're champions simply known as national champions. Pull it down! Pull it down! We did that! We did that! Okay, did he answer the question or no? I'm, like, no. confused. Like, that that wasn't an answer, right? That's what he does. He, he, I don't think he listens at all. And then when they put the mic in front of his face, he just decides what he wants to say, right? Yeah, here's Jim Harbaugh on winning a national title. You're the son of a coach. You've been in these moments before, but how's this one different because it's yours and your team's? Uh, it's, it's just such a glorious feeling. I, mean, I really don't have any more words than that, you know? Maybe maybe to quote J.J. McCarthy, bet. <laughs> hey, coach, who has it better than you right now? Nobody. Thank you. All right. So, oh, as, he got that one. He as a, as a sideline reporter, you you've got you've gone nowhere, like nothing at all. So, what do you do to close it out? You're like, well, I know I can at least get him with this one, right? <laughs> Is to throw in the who's got it better than us? Nobody. So he didn't really answer that question either. Um, 
All right. Harbaugh says that he's going to get a tattoo. Anywhere. Um, but I did, uh, I did say that to our players. I said, we go 15 and out. I'm getting a tattoo. It's 15 and out. And uh, I'm going to put it up in show that off my left and my right. Yeah. Right-handed quarterback. I'll probably get it on my right. Uh, and then an uh, M, too. You know, a, uh, an M that's a amazing blue M. Uh, also, that's that uh, signifies a thousand Roman numerals. Um, can't tell you what that means uh, to to us too that we reached uh, a thousand wins this year. And what are we at now? A thousand three. <laughs> Lost count. Thousand, thousand four. How many of those were you present for, Coach? Even this year, like what do you end up coaching like in three games this season alone? Okay. Uh, Jim Harbaugh at times also a drip when it comes to just natural conversation. That that is that guy capable of celebrating at all and having any moment of of joy? It's like in the early days of Saban when you could tell Nick Saban was a little bit pissed that this was going to cost him a few days of being able to go out and recruit after he won a national championship. It's just like, all right, let's go down to Nick Saban. Yeah, it's great. We won the championship. Uh, we got to go on recruiting tomorrow. That's what Jim Harbaugh reminds me of just a, a little bit here. Uh, Harbaugh, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah, this is the uh, comment that I, I thought was uh, was good. Could not be happier or prouder. Our team, 15-0. and 0. Uh, By the way, did you guys know that they're 15-0? and 0? I had no idea until Jim Harbaugh told me for the seventh time. Uh, yeah, took on all comers. Last one standing. It's a great feeling. And just uh, so happy for our players, for our parents. Um, for their grandparents, our coaches, Tyrone Moore, Jesse Minner, Jay Harbaugh, the coordinators, the coaches, the staff. Um, I just couldn't uh, couldn't have had a better game. Jesse Minner, I mean, A++ the whole way. And uh, for me personally, I, uh, I can now sit at the big person's table in the family. They won't, they won't, they won't keep me over there in the, on the little table anymore. My dad, Jack Harbaugh, won a national championship, and my brother won a Super Bowl. So uh, it's, good to, it's good to be at the big person table from now on. I did laugh last night at the video that got released. What was in the second quarter when Jim's there and he's got his hands on his knees, he's got his head down, and his brother taps him, and, and Jim looks up and – when it finally dawns on him that it's his brother and kind of the reaction that was when they give each other a hug, that was a funny moment. And then the other funny moment was the tweet that went out last night about Jim Harbaugh seeing his mom and dad for the first time after winning the national championship. And this got like 40,000 likes and 2,000 retweets. It said, this is crazy. His, what do you mean? His parents abandoned him at birth and wouldn't see him again until he won a national championship? I, I laughed at that one probably a little bit longer today than what I should have, but... Yes, Jim Harbaugh full of energy last night after winning a national championship. And then he goes on television. Then he goes on television and uh, is asked about whether or not that this is going to be his final game with, uh, with Michigan. You have visualized Oh, you know what? I played the wrong clip. That's the J.J. McCarthy clip. But you know what? We can play this as well since it's the last game for J.J. You have visualized this moment every single day for the last year. How does reality compare? It's glorious. That's all I can say. I, you know, I just love my teammates so much. I love my coaches. 
it's bittersweet because this is going to be the last time we get to play together. I love those guys so much. It's just such a special group. And no better way to end it. No better way. All right. And here's the clip that I was talking about. Scott Van Pelt asking Harbaugh about his future. You were, you were asked in the uh, post game about the future, and you said, can a guy enjoy it? Absolutely you can, Jim. I, I, there's a 24-hour rule some coaches have, but then I've heard other coaches that the next morning at breakfast after a championship, they got a list of stuff they got to get ready for spring ball. How do you let this sit? How long do you linger in the, in the emotion and the joy of this moment before you start entertaining whatever else is next? Yeah. Well, we've got a 1, one o'clock checkout tomorrow, and then okay. uh, we'll get back to Ann Arbor. <laughs> okay. Um, Sort out the incidentals. You got to square up the incidentals and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Forty-eight hours. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and give the guys some time too. I mean, I told them, uh, told them three or four days ago, we're gonna we're moving spring practice back. We usually we usually start on Valentine's Day, okay. February fourteenth, because we love football. Um, but this year we're gonna move it back. We're gonna move it back about a month. Uh, That'd be good, too. We'll have uh, some nice weather in the spring in Ann Arbor. Okay. So you're thinking about the spring in Ann Arbor. All right. Well, I, I, the last thing. I... So, yeah, but I mean, I'm here to tell you, like, Jim Harbaugh is not going to be there in the spring of Ann Arbor. He's, he's going to the NFL, which gets me to my last little, uh, little nugget here in this segment, which is I saw this point that was made earlier today, and I think that a 15-game schedule in college football is going to be more about and continue to be about a war of attrition and moving it over to the college ranks, much like it is in the NFL now, with even adding more games to the mix that we're going to have this expanded playoff. And I know that Washington has now been a participant in the championship game, and TCU has as well. But is this, in your opinion, going to get down to a point to where the teams that are successful – in the expanded version of the playoffs, continue to be the teams that are deeper than anyone else just based off of attrition. So this tends to lend itself to be more towards the Georgias of the world, the Alabamas of the world. I'm not saying that other teams can't crash it, but if you think that it's going to be easy, ask NFL teams by the time they get to the end of the year and going through the NFL playoffs, adding more games to that. And think about a team that gets to host a home game or even go on the road for the first time, then go back to a traditional bowl game, then find themselves in the position that's that's there after that, and then go into a national championship. Man, I... I'm excited about expanded playoff, but I think we might be four or five years down the road from now just looking at teams that have the most level, of, not only of talent, but the most depth as well. And it, and it lent, tends to be those teams that we've been talking about for the last five or six years anyway. I mean, it's it's why, you know, there's such a giant conversation around like power five to, to G5, right? Think about all the conversations we had last offseason about the the Big 12 newcomers and what the end of the season and the, the final stretch of the season for those teams would look like in comparison to maybe getting them earlier in the schedule, right? A lot of that is about the depth and the ability to keep all of those, those first 22 on the field and what happens when you start to lose a, a few of those guys and uh, you know what kind of bodies do you have behind your, your first 22. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, a giant part of the equation. Think about Michigan last night. I want to say Zach Zinter, and look, this is their best offensive lineman, so this isn't a small thing, but Zach Zinter was the only significant player 
out for Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Yeah. Everybody else was there. And that's already a national championship caliber team. But they didn't they didn't suffer any major injuries from from starters across the board. And and the same thing I think for the most part has been true of Georgia the last couple years, of of a lot of the Alabama teams, Clemson. I mean, you just you you have to get you have to be healthy, but when you do lose a player or two, your depth is at a place where there's not a major drop off because of one position. And within the course of 60 minutes, just the ability to rotate four different defensive linemen in on any given play and not have a, a drop-off, right? I mean, that's why Michigan's defense is so good. It's, it's, it's not that I think that the starting 11 is, is at the same level like where Georgia was two years ago, but the depth, there's not really a drop-off with the depth that that Michigan defense had and, and the, the number of players they can rotate in and out. Uh, and and maintain a high level of play, so some yeah, of it's think, luck too, right? Yeah, some it's, of it's, it's just pure luck. I mean, look at the Dolphins right now. Luck of staying right healthy and 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 having the depth to 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 overcome an injury or two if if that ultimately occurs. The Dolphins are going to be without their four best pass rushers going into Arrowhead coming up on Saturday night in temperatures that are going to be around zero. They don't play well in that condition anyway. The, the, without their four best pass rushers, I mean, it is it's it's absolutely brutal, uh, and you're just adding more games to it. As a matter of fact, first round games at home sites December twentieth. We'll have one game December twenty first. Three games. This is all next year. The quarterfinals of the Fiesta will be on December thirty first, and the quarterfinals for January first will be the Peach Rose and Sugar semifinals in the Orange and Cotton on January 9th and January tenth, and the College Football Championship game on January twentieth in Atlanta for twenty twenty four. All right, take a time out. We'll come back. Colby Daniels will host next year on the Blitz eleven seventy. We're streaming live on the Blitz eleven seventy app. We got the snack at four forty five, and John Holcomb coming up in the five o'clock hour here on the Blitz with. OSU basketball at 6 on your home for the Oklahoma State Cowboys, the Blitz 1170.